Welcome to Not in the Notes, What I Should Have Said This Sunday. We're a podcast from 539 Church, a new church in Goodyear Heights, Ohio, that's inviting friends into family. My name is Nolan Miller, and I will be your host. This week, we're doing something a little bit different. We're just going to talk to Mike about some ideas around sermon prep. Um, I think this kind of podcast definitely raises some questions in people's minds. Hey, what, what does a pastor do before a message? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And honestly, I talk to you know a lot of people, and there's a lot of perceptions of what pastors do. And I usually tell people, you know, hey, basically preaching and teaching on the weekends is the fun that God lets me do on the weekend, kind of the the hobby. Uh, so I am definitely uh, through and through, maybe at the core, like a preacher. Um, Every pastor has a system, maybe, or what they do, or a timeline, and it's super important um, what happens and how it happens and all that stuff. And so, basically, uh, I asked one pastor this uh, one time, and he was like, you know, and I'm pretty sure he he could he preps a sermon in like an hour, two hours, or something crazy. And he was like, he's like, it's your entire life, you know. Uh, but there are different times. It depends on the passage, depends on the season, depends on all of that. You know, basically, God could lay it on your heart and like. 10 minutes, which is incredible when you have your outline. And other times it could be upwards of 15 hours Mm. of sermon prep time. Um, So everyone's different. uh, But for me, um, I'll usually start to look at the passage. Obviously, when we lay out the preaching schedule, normally uh, around five months ahead, I know where I'm going and I'll see it. And then I'll start to think about it probably two weeks ahead, just okay, hey, I know I'm preaching on. this passage coming up. And then the Thursday before, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, 10 days ahead of time, I'll pull it up just in a word doc and I'll lay out the verses. I'll give a, I'll jot down some notes and then I'll just leave it. And then I'll preach that Sunday on whatever's we're preaching on. Um, and then the Monday is when things start. Right. So Monday morning, first thing, because I can't get anything done in the rest of the week until that's done basically right, get it out of out of the yep. mind <clears throat> so monday morning super early is when i start uh i will uh basically be at a coffee shop or i'll try to post up somewhere where i can see people um cuz i'm watching folks as i'm prepping like i'm imagining these folks coming to church Oh, oh, yeah. I'm looking at this passage. And so I'll have, I use a, a thing called Precept Austin, has tons mm-hmm. of commentaries on there. I still use Got Questions, great uh, resource. And I'll use uh, basically three or four different commentaries. Yeah. I'll glance over, okay, hey, what do I have questions about this passage? What is this proposing? And then I'll lay out my outline. And as I'm prepping, I do like imagine, okay, who is this guy across from me? Who is this person working? I'm imagining them coming to church. I'm thinking of folks, okay, how does this, how is this applicable to their life? Mm -hmm. And so basically I'll on average, I would say it's probably start to finish probably six to eight hours, maybe, maybe to, to a Sunday morning because it'll have some more time, probably around eight is where I'm like, okay, here's how much time it takes. I'll start on Monday, Lord willing, by Wednesday morning, I'll go back and visit it. Then I have it to you, you know, or sure. Anna by Wednesday morning. And then Thursday is like the, 
you know, we go through the PowerPoint and it's like, okay, how many things did I spell wrong? Um, <laughs> what's not grammatically correct? Uh, and we'll fix all that stuff, you and Anna. And that's like a, I'll tell the staff, that's like an open invite. Hey, if you want to come critique the sermon or see it, hey, you can come sit in and I'm not preaching through it, but we're like, we're talking through yeah, it. Kind of Does this make sense? And- yeah, all of that. And then really the, you know, I won't try to look at it Friday. I won't try to look at it Saturday because you can overcook yes. a message. And when you, when you eat a steak that's well done, where I come from, you, that's no longer a steak. You might as well got a hamburger. You've <laughs> ruined it. And so on Saturday night, I'll start to look at it again. I'll start to pray through a few things. And then really the Sunday morning time as well as like, I have like this ritual that right. I've kind of worked through. So so before we get to that, so oh, it kind yeah. of sounds like we have, um, we have this like Thursday before, which is kind of, hey, get all of your preliminary sort of thoughts about the passage out on the page, which kind of sounds like it's um, mostly just you so that there's not really any kind of influence there. And then Monday morning, it kind of sounds like you're getting into more deep study of, hey, let's make sure that all of my interpretations of, of this passage are, yes. are like in mm-hmm. agreement with with some of the people that I trust or, or yeah. whatnot. And then um, we kind of open up into more, uh, hey, I'm looking for a little bit of feedback on this. And then yeah. um, that's sort of the weekly grind. And then that kind of brings us all the way up to mm-hmm. Sunday morning, which yeah. is you're kind of right in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. We're like, what, say like an hour before first service starts, Yeah, where are you at? So I would say, yeah, and the few things you hit at, if I can get pre-service feedback, that's money. If I'm stumped on a passage, I mean, I'm calling my pastor, and I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, there's three different interpretations here. They all seem pretty strong. So anytime I run into that, I have some good resources. But going into Sunday morning is like, I think the phrase is, uh, pastors have used, you want to pray yourself hot. Meaning like, so I get up uh, pretty early on Sundays and I usually will write, I mean, it's on my mind right right away. And so I have, you know, by the time I get here, I would say about an hour, hour and a half before, or yeah, about hour, hour and a half before, I will go through my notes and I just kind of look through everything. Hey, let me make sure this connects. How am I going to transition this? Um, and then I have basically four things that I do where I just kind of set the notes aside. And the first one is I just kind of sit in and I think about, and I have these written down. I, I think about 16-year-old Mike. Hmm. I was far from God. I think about my church attendance. I think about my friend group, my desires and dreams, and like how much I did not want to be in church. And I just think about that 16-year-old me. And I'm like, okay, is he come, Is there anyone like that coming today? I hope so. And how is this going to connect with them? And I think about also like what God has done in my life. That was 15 years ago, right? So I'm like, man, this is, this is incredible. And then I think about 19-year-old Mike, where I was working um, and I did not feel like I was where I wanted to be. And I felt this deep calling into ministry. I think of Jeremiah 20, verse 9, it says there's a burning in their bones. They can't shut out to speak the word of the Lord. So it's like, I think of that and I'm reminded of that. I also think of when I was 19, um, just sitting in the fact, and I even have this written down how (laughs) you shouldn't be here, (laughs) and just having a deep gratitude. Maybe, you know, lack of education or even in high school and my heart for, 
you know, just just all of that. I have that written down, and I have one little phrase that I probably won't share because I said a theological phrase when I was 19, and I got made fun of out of the room. <laughs> and someone, like, just totally made fun of me, and I'm just writing down, reminding myself of, like, hey, don't forget where you've come from. Hey, you know what? Just be yourself. Think about all this. And then I've written down, think about who God has placed around us. I think of, you know, our team. I think of all the moving parts on a Sunday morning. There's so much someone's going to be impacted by when they pull in the driveway or the parking lot. Um, just, and I have a few names written down, just that I remember, okay, Lord, you've you've done all of this. And um, preaching is, I always tell myself like, hey, it's super, super important, but at the same time, don't take yourself that seriously. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's, it is very important. It's why we're doing what we're doing to share the gospel message. But at the same time, like, hey, just relax. And the last thing I have written down is just prayers and passages. I said in John 3.30, he must increase, I must decrease. I've written down, preach like it's the last day of camp. Because at camp, there was always the last day, and there would just be the gospel message where it's like, hey, someone might come to church today, and it could be their last time. So if they do, what does that look like? Um, I've written down, um, I will mess it up, but God will still move. So like, hey, just take that pressure off. And then uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 1, 26 to chapter 2, verse 5, when I first felt called into ministry, I sat with... Pastor Butch, it was like, you know, 10, 12, 12 years ago, and we're sitting there, and I told him, I said, I feel this calling into ministry, but, you know, the education kind of scares me. I'm not a speaker. I don't know how to do that. I kind of went through all the reasons why, and then he pulled out 1 Corinthians 1, 26, where it just says, you know, God called some of you, and you weren't wise, you weren't noble, you weren't of birth, of noble birth. Basically, he goes through this thing, and then it says, um, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. And then in chapter 2, it says... Uh, that our message and our preaching is not in persuasive words of man, but in power and demonstration of the Spirit. So then I just basically ask God, okay, if you don't move, nothing happens this morning without yeah. your your Spirit working through your words. So yeah. pray myself hot, and then I try to come out and hopefully say all the things I'm supposed to say. <laughs> pull out the shopping list. <laughs> I pull out the shopping list, and I try to just, you know, and in our context— the first service, I usually say, hey, this is kind of a, a run-through. Uh, I try not to keep it like a run-through, but, you know, it kind of is. I'll test out a few <laughs> jokes or whatever, and then the second service, I'm feeling, like, really good. And by the third service, you get a little tired, or I might forget something, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, I totally forgot to bring that up. Yeah, I think by the third service, you're usually saying more than you expect. <laughs> <laughs> well, the third service, I feel like we can go longer if we want to. So if we go over, I'm not as nervous. Like, I'm like, hey, you came later, we're hanging out, so... Well, I think what's what's so interesting about that is like from even even in the early stages of sermon prep to all the way on a Sunday morning before, you're always thinking about people. It's all very people oriented. And I think um, I know like when I was sitting in church from a very young age, I was always wondering, hey, how do these people come up with something to say every week? (laughs) Um, Because it's the same book, right? Like, yes. And but people change and people are always needing to hear something. Um, and so it's just really encouraging to hear that that's what's on my pastor's heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say, uh, people make jokes all the time and it's true. Pastors can talk a lot. 
and we never run out of stuff to say. And maybe that's because God wants it that way, or maybe it's because we like hearing ourselves talk, or maybe it's a little bit of the both. I don't, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I can definitely say that um, on Sunday mornings, you're definitely saying things that at least that I've needed to hear, and I've heard from many other people that other people have needed to hear. And I think that having people on your heart is is a is definitely a part of that. Yeah. Well, praise God for that. Thank you, Dylan. Well, I think this is a great place to wrap it up. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Not in the Notes. Uh, Please take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. And if you'd like to hear some of our weekly sermons and what normally does make it into the notes, you can click the link in our show notes, or you can visit us online at 539.church. That's F-I-V-E-3-9 dot church. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you will join us again next week. (laughs) 